if they don't make the playoffs, look, it is inconsequential because Harden and Philly win the trade because they're in the playoffs and they're and playing won't go nowhere and still won't beat Milwaukee, still won't beat Miami. So I really, you got you got rid of your depth. You picked up James Harden, and you can't even beat a Brooklyn Nets team that don't have Ben Simmons. Yeah, 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 sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show, sports show. We get it on, get it on. Uh, yeah, yeah, sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show. Yeah, yeah, sports show. We get it on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a hoe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show, episode ninety-eight. I am your host. I guess I got mute Matt since he won't let me get through my introduction. I am your host, Big Baby, aka the Soul of R&B. And to my right, the one that's eating crackers, he's muted. BK Matt, because Daryl Morey is, in fact, a hoe. I do agree with him on that. And we have Pete. I only bet fifteen hundred. Rosado, um, out on business. Queen Tay, you know we always looking out for you, Queen. So shout out to Queen. She's out on business right now. So shout just remember, to kids, only bet fifteen hundred. Just don't bet on your own team, but only bet fifteen hundred. Don't bet Please on James Harden. Well, well, don't do it. Well, we're gonna jump right into. We're gonna jump right into that. So, the net Molly Wapped Philadelphia um, last night, and depending on when you listen to this, it would have been um, on Wednesday night. No, Thursday night, right? Thursday night. Thursday yeah. night. So, um, I t- I tell you what, it wasn't only the stars that came out tonight for Brooklyn. The role players, James Johnson, who I thought was a really, really good pickup for the Nets, very underrated pickup for the Nets because Bruce of what, uh, what he does. Um, I'm focusing on James Johnson. Bruce Brown been there long enough. Um, nah, but he, he he played he played great. It's, it's about oh, time, but like, but when I James Johnson did it all on the floor last night. Steph Curry was Steph Curry with his three threes, but uh, the blood of Jesus. Let's talk about how Philadelphia kind of shit the bed this game. Pete, we're going to start with you. Hey, Joel Embiid and James Harden, you better say it right. Philadelphia shit the bed this game. Pete, you can start. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, it was was a terrible game for Philly across the board. And and, and, and Kyrie decided to to be Mr. Defense in this game and and completely lock down uh, James Harden, which, again – when, when Kyrie Irving is on top of his game, and we've seen it already twice this week, offensively and defensively, when he is at 100% and playing to his best, he is a great player. I don't think he's transcendent, as I've said on this show before, but I do agree that he is a great player, right? Uh, and he showed that. At the end of the day, though, you know, and, and we were talking about this slightly before the show, you know, the, the, the question of it's one game. 
This game did not clinch a playoff spot for Brooklyn. This game did not get Brooklyn any further in their hunt for the playoff spot, right? It kind of really did nothing for them except embarrass Philadelphia and say, hey, we've got more firepower than you do. But at the end of the day, Philly still is, what if I'm not mistaken, the number, what, one seed or two seed? The three seed in the playoff going in, in the Eastern Conference going into the playoffs right now. They are a top three seed and could probably break into the top two and get a bye in the first round if they continue to play at a high level. At the end of the day, the Nets need to do a lot. They need to win more. They need to be almost what? Win 70% of their game remaining games and have teams lose a lot of games for them to avoid the play-in series. And God only knows if they make the if they have to go to the play-in series if they continue further in playoff basketball. Look, it was one game, it was great. The Nets looked fantastic. It makes you salivate because it makes you say, hey, what could this team be if Ben Simmons comes back? And this team is playing like this and firing on all cylinders. It makes you think of what possibly could be, and it looks great, but there's still a lot of what-ifs, okay? And, and, and Philly can afford to have a couple of bad games. It was just a very bad game against a team that at this moment in time, they should not have had a bad game against. Matt, your thoughts on last night's game? Uh, I know you said it wasn't so much like um, Philly shit in the bed, but it was more or less James Harden and Joel Embiid. What What are your thoughts on those two? I just think Kendrick Perkins need to shut the hell up. I think a lot of people that 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 agreed with Kendrick Perkins that said that Joel Embiid and James Harden are the next. Or is this what this generation's Kobe and Shaq? No, 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 not Kobe and Shaq. He updated it to Kareem and Magic. That's what he said. That's what I heard, right? Yeah. yeah he did say, I did hear Kareem and Magic. I was like, like, what are they feeding you with your freaking smothered pork chop sandwich eating ass? I don't understand why everybody got it. Like, I don't understand why everybody do this one-two punch thing and then they, they automatically go Kobe Shaq or Kareem and Magic. No. Hell no. Like, granted, Joel Embiid is a monster. It looked like it last night, but he he was a mo- he's a monster. James Harden, when he shows up, you know he he he's a really good, great player, like one of the most prolific scorers that you know we've ever seen. Didn't show last night, but it it it, 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 it sets. That's what they say. That's what people say. I agree with it, but when it comes to mo- big moments, he falls relatively short. When when the moments arrive and and and, and, and you supposed to play like how you are supposed to play, you know Darren Morey is looking like a real hoe right now because he gave up everything for so, James Harden, boy, for James Harden, and it didn't it didn't it didn't take nothing last night. It didn't show like nothing last night. He had eleven points. So the problem what I have with one of your statements because everything else you said was facts. The only problem I have with one of your statements is it goes back to an argument we've had plenty of times about right. James Harden not showing up in big moments. And then you would say that, well, this down and third happened for James Harden to not have the big moment. We're talking about in the playoffs. Now, yeah. can we agree that James Harden just don't show up in good moments, especially after this Brooklyn game? Because we have because it don't get no bigger than this right now. Like I mean, his track record is looking bad. I like I said, I'm I'm 
I'm reserving hope because he has, like I said, the 76, like Pete said, I agree with Pete. The 76 is not a bad team. I'm, far, I'm a little iffy. Far from I'm a little, team. I'm a little iffy on their coaching because, like I said, like, I mean, we didn't get to it, but I, I'm, I was getting to it, but Dre had the question. Uh, They were getting smacked going into the halftime, and Doc didn't make no adjustments. So I, I'm, I'm really – it posed the question, and I think Shaq wrote the question today. Is yeah. Spo a top five coach of all time? And I'm saying, really, you questioning Spo. I think we all really need to question Doc Rivers. Being I wouldn't say all time, five. but I definitely would say of the last 20 years, he's definitely a top yeah. five coach. But I, I feel like – All time, I think really, Spo might be top ten. He might yeah, – he, Definitely he, he a top, top ten coach, but not top five. Not I mean, how you gonna how you gonna put him up up against Popovich, Phil Jackson, He'd be 10. Know, Chuck Daly, Larry Brown, guys like that? I don't think you really. Yeah, you know you, you can't got more rings than that. Yeah, Spo, you could make an argument for him being in the top not 10. That top ten. He's he's looking like it. You he's should have way too far. He's falling out that top ten. Lord knows, like it, it's it's looking spooky out here, and it like I said, I. Pete saying the Sixers are in good standards. They got a short ass window to prove something. They got this year and possibly next year to to win a championship, make the finals or something. I mean, and they do have next year because they because Harden opted in. Yeah, I know, but that's what I said. They got two years. They got, yeah. like relatively to honestly this year. If they don't make the finals this year, it's a wrap for them next year because but they, but I, not I don't making think the finals this year. You know that exactly. But that's my that's what I'm trying to tell Pete. I don't think the Sixers won this trade. Cause you said, well, when is Ben Simmons gonna get on the court? Cool, that's all cool. But we all feel to realize Ben Simmons really don't have to do nothing but play defense and facilitate the ball. He's gonna fit in. And Brooklyn did something that we all sat there and said that was the biggest problem. They played with a sense of urgency and they defended. They had Joel Embiid in, a, in shackles. Boy had 20-something points, and 19 of it was from free throws. That tells you something. That tells you a lot. Andre Drummond and Nick Claxton, and I'm freaking shocked Nick Claxton was doing something. But Nick Claxton and Andre Drummond had that man on lock. Lock. It was Rikers Island. It was bad. It was Dude. looking real bad. Drummond, they, you know what they the Nets did, and shout out to Kofi Weedson thinking I'm rolling up. You know I don't smoke because because of work priorities. But um, it's the weekend. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'm out six weeks. But um, James Johnson, like I said, I go back to James Johnson. James Johnson is guarding every position on the floor. Um, Kyrie Irving got right? Kyrie Irving got two blocks himself. Bro, Kyrie and, turned and, into a he was a defensive and, and machine he on hard. Two blocks and five steals. I'm like, huh? Bro, not even just him. Um, um, Seth um too. Dragic and Seth. And Seth. They had Dra- James Harden. And, and Dragic is the best defender out of all of them. No, like, they had James Harden so sh- I, I'm not gonna say just that. Kyrie Irving got something on James Harden because for some reason. Like, I'm really starting to believe that rumor is true. He was mad he couldn't beat Kyrie Irving on one-on-one, so he wanted to get the fuck up out of Brooklyn. Something going on. because yeah, he, Kyrie, was playing, he was playing like a hoe that night, too. Like, he was playing boy, like a hoe that oh night. Oh, my God. He was but, looking like how he was looking the game before he left when he had four points. Punk ass. 
Sorry, I'm still upset. But I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, right now, Brooklyn is is, is in the eighth spot. You know, they're, they're two games away from being nine and ten because both Atlanta and Charlotte are only two games away from eight. They're only two games away from seven, you know, which I think is the highest they're going to get because I really doubt they're going to get into the sixth spot because Cleveland's going to have to do a lot of losing and Brooklyn's going to have to do a lot of winning for Brooklyn to help. get out. But they don't got Jared Allen. Yeah, but still, you got a you got a five game. You have a ten game lead essentially because you're five games ahead of them. But you need to lose five. They need to win five, and then you're still only tied, right? So at the end of the day, and I really I think, think it, I think there's a tiebreaker. Somebody has yeah, a tiebreaker. I don't know who has a tiebreaker, but yeah. So, but right now, I mean, listen, Brooklyn's got to worry about getting out of the play in and trying to play play real playoff basketball. I honestly think Philly can make it to the second round because I think Philly can beat Cleveland. Because right now, if the if the standings stay the way that it is, Philly plays Cleveland in the first round. And I think they can beat Cleveland. That's the I show. really That's do the think show. they can beat Cleveland. Because Miami Obviously. and Milwaukee are going to get, if I'm not mistaken, Miami and Milwaukee are going to get a bye. No, no buys. Nobody. No vibe. They're playing Brooklyn. That's not no vibe. Remember, remember this, is, this is NBA. I don't know what he said. Vibe. Miami, Brooklyn are playing the the eighth and the ninth. All right. Uh, so then uh, you got Miami playing. Miami playing either Toronto and Atlanta, and Milwaukee playing either Brooklyn or Charlotte. Those are hard games, except the Charlotte game. But you know, but Philly, um, Philly's got like I said, Philly's got to play Cleveland. Yeah, and if you, and, ex- and they can lose. They will lose to Cleveland if. They do well, like Jared what the Nets did, bro. Jared Allen. Got Jared Allen's not hurt. Might got not hurt for the season. He got a fractured finger. He might need surgery. That's not. We don't know that yet. They haven't announced nothing yet. That's what I'm saying. So, I think Philly can easily beat Cleveland. Cleveland's a very good young team. They have a bro, lot of great young. Pieces. They might lose that spot. Is what I'm trying to explain to you. It, there's if not they a lose that spot, I think they're more likely to lose that spot to Toronto, who's only three games away from that spot, than they are to Brooklyn. Brooklyn again is five games away from that spot. And how many games does Brooklyn have left? That's uh shit. Brooklyn's uh, what? They played. They played uh, sixty-seven games. So yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, Fifteen so games left. Fifteen games. games left. And how, got, how many of those are away? Four. Games? Uh, four. Four out of those fifteen games, they have to win. They have. To, those are must wins. The games that Kyrie are playing. Those are must wins. And their what remaining those, schedule. The next. What are those, what are those four schedule. away games? Their four away games are at Orlando, at Memphis, at Miami, at Atlanta, and then at New York. Okay, so they have five. They have five games left. Five away games left. Oh no, actually, no. He, Kyrie can't play in New York. So those four, those four away games, right? That's. I don't think they beat Miami. That's, that's one out of three. That's what I do. They beat them. They beat Miami without Kyrie. What are you talking about? I, I believe they could beat them. Right now, look, their remaining and games. Miami wasn't they, healthy when they beat them. Remember that? They have a somewhat they have a somewhat easy schedule. I see four, uh, three or four very tough games on this schedule. But right now, the Nets remaining schedule is home against the Knicks, away against Orlando. Home against Dallas, Portland, and Utah. Uh, on the road against Memphis and Miami. Uh, at home against Charlotte, Detroit, and Milwaukee. 
away against Atlanta, home against Houston, away at the uh, MSG against the Knicks, and then they finish at home with Cleveland and Indiana. So, I'm seeing, listen, Portland is injured right now, so they can beat Portland. Utah is going to be a tough game. Memphis is going to play them tough because Memphis plays everybody tough. Miami's going to be a tough game. That Charlotte game is going to be a playoff, uh, basically a playoff this uh, seeding game. Even though Charlotte's not as good, Charlotte's in the hunt, so they're going to be playing for positioning. They got to play Milwaukee. Atlanta's in playoff hunt, so they got to play Atlanta. And then you end the season with New York, Cleveland, and Indiana. New York could be playing spoiler by that point, and Cleveland could be trying to get healthy for the playoffs. So I, I mean, there's a so couple of games, games there that. Are, yeah, if it's 15 games, I they the Nets can go 10 and five, and could probably probably be straight. You can't tell me none of those games are not winnable. All of those games is winnable. oh no, no, a lot of those a lot of those games are winnable. Now Cleveland does it. have a very tough schedule. Cleveland right. has a very tough schedule over the next 15 so games. They got Miami, Chicago, the Clippers, Philly, Denver, Detroit, the Lakers. Toronto, Chicago, Orlando, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, Philly, Orlando, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Cleveland's got a real tough schedule to end the season. And they're injured, so what he, what they might do is they might. I don't, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna bottom out or anything. Like they can fight. Don't get me wrong, but how far are they away from fifth? Uh they are one game out of fifth. They're one game out of fifth, so uh, Boston's only one game ahead of them. Uh, and then they are three games ahead of Toronto, five ahead of Brooklyn. So Toronto and Brooklyn have more of an uphill battle right now. And Toronto has, that, a, has a tough schedule as well. Right. I, I think before we move on, I think that those games with Kyrie, they have to win. No reason why they have to win. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they have to win. I think that Memphis game. I think that Memphis game is going to be the the toughest one. And what you just said, Matt, out of these 15 games, when does Ben Simmons come back and and go with the fold? Because that can be a momentum killer. But we're gonna move on from them. Let's um real quick. Let's talk about the Lakers and. We're not going to talk about the whole entire team. We're going to talk about the King who decided to Ben Simmons the game the other night. And I was watching on NBA TV and James Worthy was just like, hmm. like all these Lakers greats are, are pretty much tied to the Lakers. I've never seen them. So just like over the Lakers magic is over the Lakers. Kareem never talks about the Lakers. Uh, James Worthy be on, on TV killing the Lakers. So Shaq too, Shaq too, um, Shaq be killing Westbrook too. Bro. So I, we I all agree. We bad for Westbrook a little bit. Like people, slightly. We talk yes, about slightly, we talk about wrestling slightly. fans being toxic as hell, but NBA no. fans, especially these Laker fans, not nah, Laker they fans, is toxic. Stop. They need to stop. They out here no. sending death threats to the man. Threatening yeah, his okay. family, like yeah, that, that's what I mean by like feeling bad for it, bro. Like it's one thing I get it. He didn't have he ha- he's not having. This is probably his worst season since since in a while. This is worst season since his second or third season, and and you know, bro's been Iron Man, been playing good for most of his career, but this oh, is yeah. his worst season, huh? 
No, he hasn't. Russell Westbrook hasn't been playing good for most of his career. This is the problem that I have with a lot of people. Everybody glorifies the triple-double aspect, and it's all cool and it's cute, but they don't pay attention to the other factors in that stat where he has, like, six or seven turnovers. And, or, or Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate I, that. Oh, no. That I, wasn't, I wasn't talking about the triple-double. I wasn't talking about the triple-double. No, double, but I'm, that's what everybody talks about. This is what I mean by, yeah. like, everybody is attacking Russell Westbrook more so now because mm-hmm. he's on a he's on a storied franchise right now. Yeah. And his attitude is, I don't give a fuck. That's not the attitude you have for that franchise. Boston and the Lakers, those are the two franchises you don't have that attitude for. It's the like... The most winningest franchises yeah. in NBA history. You can't be like, nah, fam, I, nah, I, don't, I don't care. care. It is what it is. No. LeBron even understands that. That's all LeBron... LeBron's not getting... As much smoke as as he probably should deserve, or like I don't even blame LeBron. I really don't. I blame Anthony Davis. I blame Anthony Davis. <laughs> I blame Jeannie Buss. I, I I blame uh what what's what's what, what uh I know you talking about. It's not it's Polinka? not Frank Vogel. It, it's um Rob Polinka. It's, it's, it's Rob Polinka, Polinka. but it's it's the other dude. It's um what is his name who got knocked Rambis? out? I, yes, Kurt Rambis. Kurt Rambis, because everybody Kurt. wanted to make LeBron the GM and just give him everybody that he want. You can't, you can't build your, like you, like if you're running your franchise, yeah, you can get some input, but other like, other, like honestly, you got to figure out what works. LeBron's been in the league for 19 seasons. You know damn well. He turns the ball over. You know he's not a good free throw shooter. You know he's not a good shooter. Why would you get him another player that is ball dominant, stubborn, can't hit a free throw, can't shoot worth the damn, and turn over the ball more than he do? Tell me how does that make sense? So, granted, Russell Westbrook is playing Russell Westbrook ball, and he's even more or less confused because he doesn't even know what to do on the court. With a LeBron, which is like mind-boggling to me, because it's LeBron. How do you not know how to play with LeBron? That makes no sense. Yo. But that shows his level of IQ. And I've been saying this shit for years. Russell Westbrook is not a point guard. His IQ is either. ridiculously stupid. It's bad. Like he has the IQ of Smush Parker. And Kwame Brown put together. That's it's a, a peanut. That's sick. That's sick. Come on. <laughs> I, I don't blame that. Russell I mean, at the end of the day, At the end of the day, here's the thing. The problem is they're looking at the back of the basketball card, right? They're looking at that and saying, oh, my God, look at these stats. If we take this and we pair this with LeBron, it's going to be mm-hmm. great. LeBron's going to be the floor general. Everybody's going to listen to LeBron. And, and, and this has been the problem where you have these entitled players, when you have a guy like a Russell Westbrook who's like, look who I am, look at what I can do, I'm going to play my game. Listen, Matt, you know what this is. You want to know what this is? Let's talk about something we don't, we, you know, we, 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 we talk about privately a lot of times, but you spent some time in the independent wrestling world, okay? You know what this is. This is the basketball equivalent of somebody saying, I got to get my shit in. Yeah. I got to yeah. get my shit in. I'm this not. What, th- listen, right. 
we go, we gonna do the match, okay? And this is gonna this is gonna happen, but I gotta make sure that I get my shit in for better or for worse. And for this year, it's been a lot of for worse for Russell Westbrook. It was fine, like you said, Matt, when you were on a losing team that was imploding. Houston didn't really have a lot of direction. Oklahoma City, when he became the number one guy, the reason why I can excuse a lot of the turnovers in his Oklahoma City days is because he was really the only offensive option that could really have the ball, right? And it was like one of those things was like, I got to do everything, right? In Houston, you had players around you that you could at least not have to be a turnover machine. But those teams weren't going anywhere. The right. best part of the night, the best part, the reason why the fans were paying tickets to come see the team play was to see Russ go off and to see another triple-double. But like you said, this is the Los Angeles Lakers where these fans, like New York Yankee fans, uh, this season don't mean shit unless we in the playoffs, unless we win a title, unless we run in deep. Like, the Lakers could win 80, 82 games, go 82-0. And if they lose in the, in the, in the, if they lose in the NBA Finals, it's a failure of a season for Laker fans, right? 100%. They're just like Yankee fans who are like, if we don't win the World Series every year, it's a failure no matter how good we did. You can have the MVP, the Defensive Player of the Year, it don't matter. We didn't win a strut. We didn't win a chip. So in, in, in LA, Russ is out there like, I got to get my shit in, nah, bro. This ain't about you getting your shit in. It's about us winning a championship. And if Russ could have that mindset and Russ could say, I'm going to take five steps back and I'm going to do some things to make this team better, the Lakers could be in a much better position than they are. But because Russ has spent this whole season wanting this to be the LeBron James and Russell Westbrook show, instead of LeBron being here and you're the supporting cast, Russ wants to be up here with LeBron. And it's blowing up in their face and it's making Russell Westbrook into one of those players that nobody's going to want to play with. The problem is that Russell Westbrook, they did not signify what role Russell Westbrook was going to be when he came to the Lakers. Right? People were saying, yep, and people were saying, well, and uh, people were saying, oh, Russell Westbrook is going to be there to take the ball out of LeBron's hands. I was one of those people. Not going to lie. I'm going to own up to it. My thing is now looking back at it, like hindsight being 2020, like you said, Matt, why would I give the ball to someone who turns the ball over more than one of the best passers ever? <laughs> like, why would I give him the ball and then and then he can't shoot? So now my thing is he's a liability. He's a liability right now. And then he's not playing defense either. He's never played defense. He's kind he's of camouflaged. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Yeah, my man's strapping up. He's camouflaged to where it looked like it. Just like when I was saying James Harden does that too, to where it looks like James Harden playing defense, but James Harden just comes out plays and, the and pass screen. They play he the just, pass screen. That's all they do. They go for the pass screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think that yeah. they're not paying attention, and, and you get that little side pass, yeah. and right there they grab it, and then that's their yeah. outlet for they for their bucket, and he gets yeah. his little highlight dunk. That's all Russell Westbrook does. I said Westbrook. It's bad. Westbrook. That's all Russell Westbrook does. That's one hundred. No, I can't. I agree. It's bad. So like, 
it frustrates. But go back to your question with Le- like with mm-hmm. LeBron and the Ben Simmons play. It's just LeBron's been doing this forever, <laughs> like forever. He's a pass first player, and, it, and it's cute. But when you're LeBron James, Mount Rushmore, second to the GOAT, maybe the GOAT, the GOAT of the generation, the arguments that everybody always have, you got to be held accountable. And I've been arguing with these goddamn bronze sexuals all week. All week. They don't hear nothing that's being said. You, 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 you give them an example. Like, you know, this is the same shit that Ben Simmons did that he got buried for. Oh, so you compare him to Ben Simmons? That's not what I said. I said, do you know that this is the same shit that Ben Simmons did that he's getting crucified for and 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 being being called soft and scared to get to the line? That's ultimately what LeBron did. He was afraid to get fouled, to go to the line, and shoot clutch free throws. Nobody wants to talk about this. LeBron sucks in the clutch for free throws. I've been saying this, but because he's LeBron James and you speak the truth, you're a hater. You hate LeBron. No, LeBron shoots under 70% free throw shooting. He barely shoots 70% for his damn career free throw shooting. So LeBron is By the not way, just a really quickly, free throw shooter. Just to go back on something, because we were talking about them just a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. The Cavs are staying with the heat right now. And the Cavs have a, you know, talking about how tough the Cavs have it. The Cavs are staying bucket for bucket with the Heat. They're only down by like five right now in the third quarter. So, you know, the Cavs play. The Cavs is one of those young teams, just like the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies on a different level. I'm talking about like in terms of playing hard. They play hard. The Cavs will play hard, and if they had Colin Saxton, Saxton, man, man, Darius Garland is playing out his mind. They would be. I yeah. think they would be third seed. I think they would be third seed this year. I, I think so. I like that they're coming up. They're they're rising, right? They're they're literally mm-hmm. like the Memphis Grizzlies of the Eastern Conference. Come home, which is, LeBron. Which is, they are. Come home, which is, LeBron. Which is, which is amazing to see. And and I don't think LeBron should go back to Cleveland because it's just going to fuck that whole team up. And I'm being yep. 100 because you got to give up pieces in order to get them. And I like unless he goes there on like a like a. Uh, he's not. I'm just. I'm just going. Just if, if Cleveland, if Cleveland dra- what one more year, right? No, he yeah, resigned. He resigned. No. Yes, he did. No, no, no. no. Check it again. He yes, has, he did. He has yes, one he more did. year. Yes. No, not he one has, more until year. Bronny, yeah, Bronny's a senior next year. So, so then he has another. He has an option on he's under on contract. That next year. So, the 23 season. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That must have been yeah. last year he resigned. Yeah, he 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 did his little one plus one deal last last time, and he did that he did that on the on the on the quiet. But no, he, signed, all, he signed these. next year, making forty four million dollars, and then he's a free agent in twenty twenty three. That money's not. But like I said, that money's not going. That LeBron money's not going to mean anything. The Russell Westbrook money means more because they ain't restricted either. They can just Ooh. pick up and leave. Yeah, bro. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Imagine now you got Darius Garland three years in the league. You got Colin Sexton. You got Jared Allen. And LeBron decides to come home and say, I'm going to play at home for the last two years or last year of my career. Listen, even if – and LeBron don't got to play. He don't got to play massive minutes. 
they have to draft Bronio. He's not going. He's not going to go. He's not going to go high in the draft. So they can get him. It's not a problem. I right. don't think he's going to But it depends on. We're just talking about Cleveland rising. Watch up. the Knicks. Watch the Knicks take him in the first round and then hope that they get LeBron to sign a contract. LeBron will burn every bit of New York. Never you know that's that. what New York gonna do. You New York is like, Yo, let's try, let's draft this happen. guy high. No one, no one expects us to draft it high. But remember that thing LeBron said he'll play for any team that has his son. Draft his son. He'll finally come to New York. Right. I can guarantee and then, and then, you. And then they'll do something stupid like, like do a sign and trade and, and send send LeBron's son someplace else. And I'm not going to hold after, you. After LeBron gets signed. And I'm not going to hold you. They're going to do a signing trade for LeBron and Bronny. <laughs> I'm not even going to hold you. Tavia is going to get mad, but that'll be the day that I actually make it to the garden and piss on what's the name on, on, on James Dolan. That's it's going to happen. I'm so serious. I guarantee you this will be the conversation in the Knicks war room the day of that draft. They will sit there like, we've been wanting to get LeBron James since he was like 19 years old. Let, let's draft his son. He said he'll go to any team that drafts his son. They get Zion. They don't need him. Just get fucking rid of Randall for Christ's sake. Sick of him. Yeah, I'm tired of talking. I'm already tired of talking about the Knicks. And we we just 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 said something about them. Like I'm really tired of talking about them. But uh-huh. let's go. Let's that we're gonna go to the NFL. The NFL has a lot to unpack, but uh, we're and we're gonna save that for the end. The Major League Baseball, the, um, yeah, them people, we finally have a collective bargaining agreement that everybody seems to agree on, which, you know, but as I look at the, some of the highlight, the high points of it, it's it's okay. It, look, it looks better than what I thought it was going to be, but um, the season starts April 12th, April 7th, sorry, April, April 7th. 7th. Yep. The universal DH rule is now in place, meaning that every team will now have a designated hitter, and some teams the pitchers will be hitting. So that will be very interesting, um, especially when games go long. 12-team postseason with the two top division winners earning first-round buys. So a lot of give that's gonna be a whole bunch of fighting in the in these divisions now because they have something to fight for. Again, advertising through patches on jerseys and decals on helmets. That's basically like what the N- NBA is doing with the uh, with the patches on the jerseys. So and the, and the WNBA with the you know with the names of the companies everywhere on their jerseys. No runners on base to start extra innings. I strongly, I highly dislike that when I was walk, going into extra innings in. Just a man on base, and I'm just like, wow, the game is about to be over. <laughs> but I, I and I think, I think essentially that was okay. But I honestly want to see people get on base themselves. The minimum salary starting at seven hundred thousand dollars, which is a twenty three percent increase. Um, it's not. The complete increase that they wanted, I believe they wanted seven fifty, right? Yep. But a twenty percent increase is unprecedented. Yes. It's a record. Also, and new rules to prevent service time manipulation and a cap on the number of times a player can be sent down to the minors a year. 
Um, the service time and manipulation. What is that, Peter? Um, so what would happen is, you know, you have uh, rookies. You know, you've had these, these these big name rookies in the minor leagues, and it was if you call them up uh, before a certain time, so you would see uh, you would see teams that would not put a rookie on the opening day roster. They would not be on the major league roster and opening day. And usually they'd call them up like usually around the end of April, the middle of May. And what that would essentially do is they would not play in a certain percentage of games. They would not be on a major league roster for a certain percentage of games, which will essentially allow them to retain rookie status the following year. Because I believe it was like you had to be on a major league roster for like more than 80% of the games or something like that. I forget what the percentage was. But what teams would do is that they would intentionally leave somebody who's going to be a star rookie in the minors, call them up after that percentage of games has passed to ensure that that player would stay on a rookie salary, on a rookie deal for longer. And it was kind of a way for the teams to have more control over these players. And a lot of people were getting pissed at it, especially the players, because they're like, if we're good enough to be on a major league roster on opening day, why are we not there? And and, and so this is really a big thing. And I really like the, the, the cap on sending guys down to the minors because it's really going to see how good a team can be in making these moves. So you have these things here where now – you know, they would do this where they they bring a guy up just to send him back down two days later and then bring that guy up and then send him down because he'd have, like, these unlimited options to send him down to the minor leagues. Well, now you don't got that. And now you got to be very, very specific about how many times you're doing it to a certain player. And once you run out of those options, when you send somebody down to the minor league and they have no more minor league options left, they can decline the assignment and go into free agency. So that's going to be a game changer for sure because you holding you're basically holding rookie status on somebody that's probably a monster already and continuing to build on that just to bring them up at whenever you want them to be yep. to be up which you know you're manipulation manipulating the system. I do believe that these rules that's in effect now um that's these are things that the players wanted for a while since the last time they were speaking, like two years ago, or a year and a half ago, if I'm not mistaken, before the um, before they came back. Right. That universal DH rule was something that me and you were talking about extensively, like um, last time. When I hear it, and I apologize. I really quickly, just hard to interrupt. So, yeah. um, service time essentially the amount of time that a player has been on an active MLB roster or the injured list. And a player becomes a free agent immediately uh, at the end of a season where they reach six years of service time. Um, one year of service time is 172 days. Um, so basically, and a baseball season is 187 days. So the player essentially cannot miss more than 15 games. If they are on a minor league roster, they're not added to the major league roster, or they're not on the injured reserve. Um, for if they're if they're not on that for more than 15 days, what ends up happening is you could play the rest of the season and still not have a full year, which means 
teams could essentially get a seventh year out of you. So teams will wait usually 16 days to call up a monster prospect, which would mean that instead of them uh, being a, a, a under the team control for six years, they'd be under team control for seven years on a rookie deal. Right. So saving the team an enormous amount of money yep. without having to sign this prospect, this future star. Like, imagine this. I feel like this is something that would happen to like a Mike Trout. I think it did happen to Mike and Trout. I think it did. I think it did. Yeah. So yep. the whole Mike Trout, who's one of the best players on a rookie deal for seven years when he's been putting up legendary numbers is insane. Like, so well, I'm you know, glad the players thing, got that. A big thing about this, I mean, the universal DH is a big thing. I mean, even though there mm -hmm. are some National League hit, uh, pitchers who can hit, so uh, we're not fully getting rid of the pitcher hitting. Um, no. You can still have your pitcher hit, you just lose your DH. Um, right. And then your pitchers have to hit, and you have to do the constant rotation. So you might see some National League teams that will stick with their pitcher hitting uh, it, it, instead of going with the DH. But the universal DH does help because now the National League teams can build their teams differently. American League teams have always been built differently from National League teams because American League teams would, would, um, would carry less pitchers because they didn't need as many because their pitchers never hit. So they would carry extra hitters, so now you have DH guys. And in the National League, you carried more pitchers because you were – after about six innings, you were usually pinch hitting for somebody and then bringing in a new pitcher. And then pinch hitting another two, three innings, depending on how far um, you, you, you played that pitcher out and how good your offense was and you brought in another pitcher. Um, that's a big thing. But in my opinion, the biggest thing that came out of this that a lot of people aren't talking about is the advertising. It's really going to help a lot of those small market teams be able to bring in a lot of extra revenue because listen, you know, you have those small market teams that have good seasons. Like when Kansas city, a couple of years ago made that big two year run where they went to the world series for two years straight. Right. And guess what? Those Kansas city fans were coming out to see them. People were coming out to see the Kansas city Royals. They were a really good team, but as good as the baseball fandom is in Kansas city, it's like with basketball, how many people are paying to go see, let's go back go back a couple of years, how many people were paying to go see the Bobcats play unless a star came to town or unless it was a major player coming in from a road team, right? And it's the same thing with the, some of these small market teams. They have some great baseball fans in markets like Pittsburgh and uh, and Arizona and, and Kansas City and, a lot of, and Minnesota and a lot of these smaller markets. But the fact of the matter is, if those teams are not having good years, the fans aren't really coming out unless the Yankees are coming in or Mike Trout and the Angels are coming in or another one of these big-name series is happening. And this advertising is really going to help these small market teams offset a lot of that revenue loss that they get because they're not selling out the stadium like the Yankees are. The Yankees right. announced the season. Season it's sold it's out before the season starts. Right. You know, you, you can – I, I would guarantee you could probably walk up to the Kansas City Royals ticket booth. Yeah, catch that. 
tickets. For about sixty percent of Pete Cousins buying all the Yankee tickets. Yep. <laughs> um, all them, all the motherfuckers that's in the Bronx and Washington Heights. You could probably, I would almost guarantee you could probably walk up to the gate, uh, to the ticket booth for about sixty percent, if not more, Kansas City Royals game and buy a ticket the day of the game. That's not happening for your Yankee games a lot of times. It happens yeah, for all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I was a cyclone what fan. What? The cyclones <laughs> was dope. One of the biggest attractions in, in Luna Park. In Coney Island, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so and we're getting a M- full season. We're getting a full oh, season. Yes. Yep. Which I was about is to good. say that. Yes. We are getting a full season. There will be some double headers. There's going to be some nasty little doubleheaders on there, but we will be getting doubleheaders on these games. And they're, they're going to be played full games, doubleheaders, nine-inning games. Um, I know – was it last season where they shortened the game? Seven-inning, yeah. Doubleheaders yeah, were seven-inning seven, games. Yeah, it was seven innings. We're getting full nine-inning games for doubleheaders. So let's see how this affects the players because, like I said, we're almost, quote-unquote, out of the COVID loop, but – and out of the let's, loop some Kyra could play games. Let's oh. see. Well, look, that's only in New York. So, um, moving forward, the NFL, because this is a lot this week. They've been on 10 this week. Yeah, they've definitely been on 10. We're going to start with something that just happened a little bit before we came on air. And it is Joe Buck going to ESPN. No. No, I hate Joe Buck. That's a big deal. ESPN Monday Night Football basically just stole the whole Fox team. They got Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. I don't like Joe Buck. Joe Buck's voice is annoying. No, you got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman going to ESPN. You got Mike Tirico replacing Al Michaels at NBC. Al Michaels still don't have a home. He might go to Amazon. For, for their Thursday night football game, you've got Kirk Herbstreet, who's now going to be the lead play-by-play guy for Thursday night football. He's been on, getting better with this. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he's been getting what better. With his side shots, he's been getting a lot better with it. I'm not going to hold you. He's going to Amazon. I like that one. That was because that's he is. He, Amazon, Amazon is broadcasting Thursday night football. So now they need Amazon Prime. They're prime games. They need uh they want to have a top level, a top level thing. So they're trying to get You're Al lying. Michaels. I'm yeah. not lying. I'm no, not lying. That's the crazy part because he's dead ass, too. They're trying to get Al Michaels, who got replaced by Mike Tarico, Syracuse alum, go orange, over at NBC. And they just signed Kirk Herbstreet from ESPN to be the, the play-by-play guy for the Thursday night games. And he's still gonna do college for ESPN. Double check. Now who calling the World Series? We don't got Joe Buck to call the World Series. That Joe Buck is calling the World Series since 1996. Well, I, that, mean, that means it's just time for him to stop. I watch football on mute. I don't watch football on mute. I watch whatever games Joe Buck is, is announcing on mute. Now, that, I play that was music like, watching it. I'm not going to lie. You know what it was? You remember, they you should know get what Pat McAfee. They should get Pat yeah. McAfee. Keep him where he's at because he's gold. Keep yo, you remember you, yo, remember when JR was In doing Byron Saxton. For, oh god. No. You remember when JR was doing doing um commentary for New Japan and it was just I don't, really, really bad? 
I remember he did uh he did the uh the New Japan pay per view when it was Cody and Kenny and yeah. in that and that that and it was just oh god bro <laughs> like I when I rewatched and Moro Ronaldo. Um, yes. No, watch. You know what they're gonna do? No, you know what they're gonna do? Watch, watch Fox try to get Stephen A. Smith to call football. That that I don't think he's leaving ESPN for nothing. He's never no. leaving ESPN. He he's owns ESPN. ESPN. Him no, but he can make a side. Listen, Kirk Herbstreit didn't leave ESPN. He's still the top guy for ESPN College Game Day, doing all their college football. But he signed a side deal with Amazon. To be the lead play-by-play guy for for their for their Thursday night football. But I feel like because Amazon is a partner with ESPN in in some sort of faction to where it wasn't an issue. That it could be, but it, it could be just a regular side deal too. Um, you know what, Pete? I think I'm going to call you Butch now too. No, you know, <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. You don't right, call right. me one of the that, bushwhackers, better call me Luke. Oh uh, no, your name is gonna be Butch. But the the real the real real news that we were getting to is Deshaun Watson is not, in that case. Oh God, Deshaun Watson is not facing uh, any criminal charges for the um, twenty two sexual assault allegations that he he had. He had I really feel like we should, don't tell Tay really, that. I really feel like we should talk about that or after the year. I'm not gonna hold you. I feel like that's gonna go left. <laughs> no, I'm, I don't. I, what is it to go left? I think that he's still getting a civil suit, so it's still the accusation. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. the civil suits. The civil suit. Listen, not having any criminal charges, I think, is really gonna open up the fact that the civil suits are probably gonna get settled. Um, mm-hmm. probably it's gonna it's gonna be less now. I think this this hurts these women. I'm not gonna sit here and discredit what these women went through or their stories. Um, and, and these, the, the fact that he did not get not a single criminal charge is really going to hurt these women because in their, in their fight for some kind of restitution, um, it's now going to be harder in the civil cases. In my opinion, it makes it more likely though. It's probably going to get to uh, a settlement, but I'm going to disagree with Andre. I think this is exactly what opens the door to teams being willing to trade for him. Listen, we heard all of last year when he still had all these criminal things on him that Miami was gaga about him, that Carolina was gaga about him. You know, right. And and now we got we got Seattle needs a quarterback. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh need a quarterback. A whole bunch of teams need a quarterback. So and I'm sorry if you go on the back of the football card, Deshaun Watson is kind of a shiny, a shiny nice quarterback. To have, I take I him Pittsburgh. over Mitch Trubisky. Oh, Pittsburgh, God, needs, Pittsburgh need to Pittsburgh need to make that happen. They lost I know why. Offense. I know why you say it. I, I know why you saying it because Pittsburgh is for the niggas. But I think my my thing is twenty two women, bro. <laughs> That's why I said it's kind of hard to touch because it's, it's, it's twenty two for me. For me, now we're gonna be real. Twenty-two women is is, is a lot of it, it's a lot. And how do you not get a charge though? Like how do you I not, do not like how that, did, how does that make how you did, think something? Some never mind. I'm not saying nothing. 
Not getting, I'm not getting but that. I'm I'm also think that the, the justice system isn't always never was. Uh, yeah. And but it's and, more or less built to put us down than anything. He's a he's a rich black privileged athlete. But that's the thing, you got a lot of people who are out here celebrating the fact, like, okay, the black man got in the black man's innocent. Finally, a black man found innocent. All these all these women came out, black man innocent, black man innocent. Listen, Dre's got a point. Tavia was saying this for a long time. One, okay, maybe a mistake. Two, okay, maybe a misunderstanding. Three, eh, hard to explain. 22, 22 women with similar stories. How did he at least not get a slap on the wrist? Listen, I can't understand how you got 22 women... You, you can't tell me that 22 women all made up the same story. Bill Cosby just got locked up for like a couple like years ago. Yeah, you remember when Bill Cosby? I haven't said it just got locked up because it's been a couple years. It's been a couple years, right? You out eating pudding. Anyway, he's been out for some time, but. He had accusations of sexual assault that spanned from from decades. So you're se- telling me, Bill Cosby, one of the richest black men of all time, can get in and can get indicted and go to jail for sexual assault charges. But the Deshaun Watson had 22 not women one charge. and not one charge. I really got opinions, but I'm not touching this topic with a 10-foot pole. You're not going to get me canceled. I'm sorry. It's not happening. There's just so much. You ain't going to get canceled. Listen, Pete, we can see I say that. Pete, 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 hold on, hold on. I say that because then when this story first broke, you said it in your head. You said it yourself. It's kind of weird, the timing and all of this, right? There's that. And then you, like, 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 Again, it's just a slippery slope, that topic, all in all. 22 women, that's not easy to sneeze at or to doubt. You can't make 22 women make up a make up the same damn story. But for him not to get no charge for it, that's kind of weird. Because it got presented to the Supreme Court, did it not? It got, it grand, got presented. The grand jury. The grand, the grand jury. jury yeah. it, got, it got presented to them. They ultimately decide whether or not you know, they're going to push forward with it. So what happened? What was presented that they felt like it was not necessary to go forward? And I I think that's something that's going to come out in in the weeks coming when, because this conversation is going to come up again because it's, it's. When he gets traded, it's going to be the conversation. It's going to be the conversation. But what Matt just said, Hit hit the nail on the head. What was stated? What evidence was produced to where the supreme, where the grand jury was like, "Nah, fam, it's not, it. not enough." Like, it's not, there's like yeah, like something. Twenty two women and twenty two women and nothing's not enough. Like nothing. Nah, that's Listen, I, that's I think we can all admit that. That's all admit from the beginning of this, from the timing of when this happened. To the amount of people that came out, to as long as this, as long as this has gone on, 
to the fact that people still wanted to trade for him while he was under a criminal investigation, to the fact that we are here today on Friday, March 11th of 2022, talking about how he got cleared of not one criminal charge out of 22 complaints. There is a lot weird with this situation, a lot that just, look, I'm going to use one of Matt's favorite lines. Make it make sense. Because a lot of this don't make sense. These puzzle pieces don't fit together. Not no way, no how. And none well, of us are here public. saying, yeah, yeah. Most none of us are here saying, <laughs> saying, put this man in jail right now. Nobody's saying that. We just want to say that. But, but I'm that. Not, yeah, but I'm not, when also on the flip side of that, I'm not discrediting the women that this happened to. So right. something has something is off. Something's something, off. Something is off completely. Because I'm sitting there thinking he's like, black, he's an athlete. Yeah, it's it, it Goldman. Yeah, and it's Bobby Texas. Tron, and it's Texas. Yeah, Pete I'm is thinking, Texas. Yes. I'm a black athlete. Make it make sense. Right. <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah. Right. I'm and again, this does not stop. Like, you know, everybody, everybody who listens to the Year Sports Show, understand this. This does not stop the NFL from suspending him. Right, the I NFL could still turn around and, and suspend own, him, and they'll do their own in, in um, independent investigation, like they usually do, and they find a it. reason to suspend him. That was the thing; they should have been, they could have bended that, and they never did it for the Which same is, thing. There's something, something that they, they did say. The Dell did come out and say that they were going to wait to see how the criminal investigation and the civil investigation came out. Yeah, that's, yo. If the so, criminal case got thrown out, the civil case might get thrown away too. No, he no, leverage. many, many times. But listen, OJ, OJ was found innocent, but the civil side, he lost so that's much stupid. money on that civil side. The, there are a lot of times when the criminal case will you'll get off on the criminal that's case and get and get fucked on the on the um on the civil case. Though. OJ yeah, stupid. No, yeah, OJ is wild. OJ is wild. Ooh, that's but a I, yeah, now that was definitely that that that's not a bad comparison in terms of cases, in terms of I got it, I it. And yeah. But um moving on from that, because that's gonna I swear to god, that's gonna come up for like a month from now. And, and something do like I, I don't want to talk about that damn to like I really don't because it's so wild. hard to to talk about like sexual assault and 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 women and 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 like allegations and it's it's so hard to talk. It's, it's really hard, honestly. As men, and I, I know we're veering a little bit away from sports, but as men, it's hard to talk about sexual assault. Where yes, men are sexual assault victims, and it happens. Chris Brown, all the time, it we, just happened. Chris Brown, and, and it happens more <laughs> off more times than. Then it documented. Listen, women, we we are doing a women, better job. Like, we are doing a better job as three men talking about a sensitive topic such as sexual assault. We are doing a better job than Tyshawn Jackson and Ryan Catches talking about high earning women. Okay, we are yeah, doing a wild. much better job. Yeah, that was, that was wild. That was wild. And again, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to give us a pat on the back. Like I said, I'm, we're not discrediting these women's stories. A lot of this is just. There's it's no needs, way. There's no way. It needs to make. It needs to make sense for us. That, it needs to make sense for us to 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 bring this topic up again. But moving on from that, moving on, it's and it's, yo, moving on Jim from Crow. that. 
<laughs> like he's literally Jim Crow, Texas. Like I'm trying to make it make sundown sense. Texas, man. Like, Look, check this out. So Rodgers and Adams are man. back in Green Bay. Um, we all said this. this. No, we gotta talk about it. Um, because I thought we were done talking about Aaron Rodgers for the, the entire oh. damn for the last like when the football season's over. And I was like, we're done with Aaron Rodgers. But Rodgers and Adams are back. And um, I don't know if they're gonna have a team. I, I don't know. Well, they're they're looking better than the Cowboys are right now. They about to lose like three freaking players, three key the players. Cowboys start releasing. The Cowboys releasing people because they don't got money to sign everybody. So, uh, but we don't want to talk about the Cowboys either. So <laughs> this is like talking about the Knicks. <laughs> Rodgers and Adams are back in Green Bay. Matt should. Should Rodgers have just left and and went about his business? I was more or less on the fact that I felt like he was disrespected. He needs to he needs to restart, refresh, you know, do something different. Mm-hmm. But we 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 always said that his best chances of winning is Green Bay in that in that conference. But yeah, because you dare so don't want him to go to the other side where. The wealth of quarterback and talent on that other <laughs> side is, is dangerous. Oh, we've been waiting for you, Aaron. Yeah, because it, it's more like, like on some Bray Wyatt, like let him in. He was a come on that side, like it, it would be, it would, it would be spooky. But I don't like honestly. I I felt like he would have his best chances were Green Bay, unless he went to like Denver, like Russell Wilson did, or like if he went to. Uh, New Orleans, they or Tennessee. No, I, I thought he would. I thought if he was going to leave, he would have went to Tennessee. That that would have been his best chance outside of Green Bay. But you know, I mean, that's I, we all know Green Bay was his best chance of succeeding. I just need for him to succeed in the postseason. So that's shut up, Pete. Shut up. Sick of y'all. Pete, real quick, Aaron Rodgers. Adams got franchise tag, so he had no choice. (laughs) (laughs) So, yo, where you go? Where you go? Yo, the franchise tag got to be like the most hoist shit (laughs) of all time. Yo, I'm ready to go. Oh, you think you're ready to go? Tag. (laughs) Tag, you in. Pete, should Rodgers have gone to greener pastures? (laughs) <laughs> or someplace else. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers a hoe. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a hoe. I can't even oh. combat that. He's right. And <laughs> and, <laughs> and let me say this. Oh if my anybody God, if anybody okay, has existential uh. extended experience with hoes, please understand. I grew up right down the block from Hunts Point in the Bronx, so I done seen some hoes in my lifetime. Okay, I thought you were gonna say something totally different, but I'm happy. I'm happy to discuss. I just seen some hoes. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, a hoe, real bad hoe. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, the hoest of hoes. Because I kind of wish, and I'm and I'm and I'm gonna literally give credit to my boy. My brother Justin, who said this in another group chat that I'm a part of, 
my boy for so many years. I just wish Aaron Rodgers would have come out and said, I want to be the highest player in the highest paid player in the NFL. Just come out and say that. Just come out and say, I want to be the highest paid player. Okay. Because you just signed a contract, Aaron, four years, $200 million. That'll not only make you the highest paid player in the league this year, it makes you the highest paid player in league history. Not to mention you get $153 million of that $200 guaranteed. Okay. I wish Aaron Rodgers would just come out and said, I want to be the highest paid player. Because at least I would have respected that. I would have respected. You was out here for the last two years talking about, oh, Green Bay ain't building, doing this. I, I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel like they, 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 they talk to me enough concerning – uh, moves. I feel like they don't they don't include me enough. I feel like they don't treat me like other players, other teams treat their star quarterbacks. Blah blah blah. Shut up. You wanted to be the highest paid player in football, and I wish you would have just said that and use a hoe. And I'ma say this now, book it right now. Put it down in the history books. On Friday, March 11, 2022, I say it. Aaron Rodgers will not win another Super Bowl with Green Bay. I'm going to say it now. He will not win another Super Bowl with Green Bay. And by the way, Jordan Love beat the shit out of Aaron Rodgers because he just clipped your balls out from under you. He just basically said, he just basically said, you not needed, use a basic you-know-what, trade this mofo. Because that's all Jordan Love is now. Jordan Love is the Chiefs for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers said, fuck them kids. Get them out of here. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> you sat here. No, no. You sat here. You sat here for years. And you bitched and complained and cried. And about got the way paid. Brett, no, no. About the way Brett Favre treated you when the Packers drafted Man, you. And Favre, Favre didn't show you any respect. And Favre didn't take you under his wing. And that was the worst thing. And And you just did this to Jordan Love. Shut the fuck up, Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to hear Aaron Rodgers' name. Not no more. He a hoe. That's it. Aaron Rodgers a hoe. End of story. So quick question. You was going to rebuild with Jordan Love? No. Okay. Okay. All right. But I also wasn't going to treat him. I ain't going to treat him like he a bottom you know what. Well, fuck them kids, like Aaron Rodgers said. Fuck them kids. <laughs> I've said a so, lot of curse words. I ain't saying that one, Dre. Uh, Aaron, well, Aaron Rodgers said, "Fuck that kid." Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> home. get oh, him out of here. Shoot, Denver said, "Fuck them kids too." Because yeah, I got traded to Denver, and um, did we did we have Carol, a conversation? Uh, Oh, who who go who go who go last to Seattle who's longer? Go, who's gonna go first? We had a whole conversation about who's gonna go first. I think it's gonna be Pete Carroll, Russell Westbrook, at, Russell Wilson. Ash in, in I Denver. said that. I said that on this show. Russell going. Yeah, about to own everything in Denver. Like Pete Carroll going next. I give it a year to Pete Carroll going next. Yo, did you see the um? There was a um a picture on Instagram. And it said the Legion of Boom is officially gone. And then it happened. Yeah, because like, they, they released Bobby Wagner. They released Bobby Wagner. I think it was the same day that they traded Russ. They released Bobby Wagner, who was the last remaining player after Russ 
Well, on the defensive side of the ball, he was the last yeah. remaining player from that Super Bowl defense. Yeah, they're in the rebuild. They're completely in a rebuild now. Um, Pete Carroll reminds me of Jerry Sloan. <laughs> Just the way they look. Just, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't like Jerry Sloan <laughs> that much either. Bro. I didn't care for him. But either. you know what? And, and I don't think this is something that people talked about enough after this Russell Westbrook trade. I'm sorry, but Denver, Russell, in my opinion, becomes Russell Wilson. I'm, I'm tired. I'm glad. I hate, I'm mad we talked about Russell Wilson first because I keep calling him calling Russell um, Russell Wilson Russell Westbrook. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson just made I, yeah, and, and listen the 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 Broncos outside of draft picks did mm-hmm. not give up anything significant player wise. The tight end. Yeah, but they still got they still got the wide receivers. Yeah. They still got the wide receivers. They still got a really good defense. Yeah, they lost the defensive linemen, but they still got a really good defense. They have a better offensive line than Seattle did. Okay. Denver yeah. immediately has to go into the playoff discussion. And in my opinion, over <laughs> this past week, the AFC West has become the most dangerous division in football because you've still got you've still got the the Chiefs. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They still got Patrick Mahomes. They still got that team. So you still got the Chiefs. You now have Denver, who was good without having a decent quarterback. Okay, you got a, a very good deep a deep a very good. Good uh, Denver team now. You have a very good and young Chargers team that just re-signed Mike Williams. And you have the Scrappy Raiders. That is a very dangerous division in football right now. Talking about the AFC West? Yeah. Yeah, that division ain't been scary like that in a long time. You've got three, (laughs) three nasty quarterbacks in that division in Mahomes, in Herbert, and in and in and in Russ right now. With Khalil Mack going to damn Los Angeles to the Chargers, yep. Jesus, bro. Like Joey Bosa on the same side of the ball. Yeah. Matt team in Los Angeles. Way too many Yo, you do you I, did y'all notice like California has like f- had four NBA teams, right? Four NBA teams and Three NFL, uh, two NFL teams. Sacramento, Clippers, Lakers, uh, Warriors. Oh, yeah. 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 And, the, the and they got a couple. And they got a couple teams. of baseball teams. I could, uh, the, the, you got the, the Dodgers, the Angels, the Giants, the Padres, the Athletics. It's God crazy. fucking damn! Like, why do they have all? Yo, they have they all got five fucking teams. Yo. They have five baseball teams. They have a hockey team and two NFL teams. At one point, they had they had three three NFL teams. So, like greedy bastards, they always trying to get a championship in that damn that 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 damn state. Yeah, it's only going to be one parade this year, though. So it's okay. <laughs> really, but um, so Khalil Khalil Mack adds a lot of experience. I'm surprised they sent him to the Chargers, though. Um, not not saying that the Chargers aren't good. The Chargers are really good this this year. Um, 
but this makes the Chargers not a contender for the Super Bowl, but definitely like a, a somebody's going to mess up somebody's chances of getting to the damn Super Bowl or getting to the playoffs. Uh, what was the next trade? Yo, 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 on, uh, yo, yo, Andre, send send Kentucky what? to Cali. They'll give you a professional team. Y'all got to get rid of Kentucky uh. first. Y'all got to get rid of Kentucky first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cali has three hockey teams. I forgot. Yep. Jesus Christ. Um, so what else happened? The Oh, um, the Panthers are open to trading McCaffrey, but if I'm the Panthers, I'd have been open to trading McCaffrey a whole long time ago. Um, really, can you, you believe we have two running backs, two, well, top-level running backs, possibly on the trade market with McCaffrey and the Giants willing to listen to offers for Saquon Barkley? They should trade for they should trade them for each other. <laughs> Why? Wow. He barely played. Oh yeah, well, both injury prone. They both, yeah. they both, they both, they both the same. They both injury prone. I, Saquon Barkley is just a smidge bit younger than 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 McCaffrey. So, in other words, you're just basically saying y'all just not plotting to get better at all. That's what, you, that's what I got out of your shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. We, we didn't get Russell. We didn't get Russell Wilson. So, so what are we gonna do? Now? We got built through the draft, and and the Giants don't draft good. So, so good. We'll be all right. Bring back my man's Jake Delone. That was a great quarterback. Jesus Christ, no! <laughs> Leave Jake Delone where you at. Jake Deli, come at me. Want to go home? Throwing a ball to Moose and Muhammad and Steve Smith. Those were some good Panther teams. Yes, they they were. Steve Smith. Steve Smith is a fucking menace too. Like, same size as my daughter, and he bowed it too, though. Like, oh man, Cisco might be the same size as your daughter, though. Actually, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Nah, I'm okay. But the Khalil Mack thing that is kind of scary. I'm not going, but McCaffrey. That's like, who's really going to pick him up? I don't think he's the same player he was like in what was it 2018 when he, when he had that big year. Yeah, when he was, the was it 2018? 2018, right? Back in 2018, 2019, I believe. Yeah. Um, he's he's a tradable asset because it goes back to what we were saying. We always say about certain pieces. Like we go back to like to um, street clothes, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, someone is going to do it. Someone's gonna gonna With bring the them out. You gotta have yeah, a resume. You have a resume. That resume stands over everything, right? With the belief of, well, once we get him, he won't be injury prone, and then boom, <laughs> legs full, legs like spaghetti. So poor Adrian, poor Adrian Peterson. Poor, poor, poor Adrian Peterson, who keeps getting a job and and not getting a job because he wants to. He wants to. Uh, I know he wants to go for a record. I think Emmett's He's going to be like him. Jamal Lewis at the end of his career that was just getting picked up by teams. Yeah, picked up and dropped. I was going to suck. Were there any other trades that happened? There was something else that happened that wasn't – that I don't have listed here. I feel like something something else happened. Your boy Carson Wentz? Yeah. 
Oh, I forgot about Carson Wentz. Sorry, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz went to the Commanders. Okay, next. Like <laughs> that'll do nothing. That don't really do anything for the Commanders. Actually, make them worse at quarterback. Stupid Carson name, Wentz. Stupid right, quarterback. So Carson Wentz. We're being transparent. Carson Wentz did not have a bad season this year. He did not have a bad season this year. But Jonathan Taylor carried them Colts. So, um. So let's see yeah. what the commanders do. They have one of the best defenses in in the league. They are kind of playoff busters in that NFC East division only because that NFC East is not the best, and then the rest of the NFC is a little shaky at times, especially with Tom Brady not being in Tampa. Um, it's all Green Bay now. Green Green Bay has basically the green light to do whatever. It's Green Bay in LA. Yeah. Pretty much it. Yeah. Like I said, Taylor is the reason why Wentz did not have a bad season because Taylor made sure Wentz didn't have to throw the ball. He's going to have his best games against Philly and Dallas. I guarantee it. I doubt, I think Dallas is going to trounce <laughs> damn, um, uh, the commanders. Philly, on the other hand, is going to be different. We're talking about the Cowboys, bro. <sighs> You're right. But... Listen, but I'm going to tell you this: what if, if some of the rumors going around is that the reason why he he you know he was having issues in Indy was because of personality issues, and he he really was having issues with Frank Reich because he didn't really like the way that Frank Reich was coaching him. Bless you, Frank. Uh, um, that he didn't really like the hard coaching that Frank Reich was giving him. It ain't going to get better than Ron Rivera. I tell you that much. He sucks. Ron Rivera going to put some fire to that boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm going to be real with you, and I'm I'm going to take this straight from from his mouth. A a man, a sports analyst, and a a reporter that I have admired my entire life. Um, Like, people talk about marking out over meeting a big-name sports star or somebody. This is a man that if I met him, I'd probably be a little speechless for a little bit. But like my man Mike Wilbon said. Panties going to get wet? But no. <laughs> <laughs> listen, if I got on a PTI set with Wilbon and Kornheiser, it would be a whole different. I, I, listen, I would not know how to act. You know, PTI, he said. <laughs> but Wilbon said it, and, and he's got a point. Uh-huh. You know, Dre, you said that Wentz didn't have a bad season. And statistically, numbers-wise, if you look at the back of the football card <laughs> and I took the, the name the off, <laughs> if I took the name off and I showed you the stats, shit, Carson Wentz is a great quarterback to have. Much better than much better than, than who they had already right now. But let's be honest. Like we have eyes. watched with our own eyes. We have watched Carson Wentz play. He is not as good as the numbers say he is. He is straight doo-doo. I'm He's sorry. Not He's not that guy. He Carson Wentz is the one guy. quarterback. Carson Wentz is the one quarterback I think Baker Millfield is better than. Listen, I'm at the point with Carson Wentz that I would rather sign Johnny Manziel. Okay, that's how bad I think Carson Wentz is. 
I'm gonna be real with you, and I'm being a little bit facetious, but or Tim Tebow. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Tim Tebow won seven straight games for a team took him to the playoffs. But listen, <laughs> you know what Tim Tebow never did? You know what Tim Tebow never did? He never threw some dumbass pass underhanded outside the end zone that led to a pick six by a dude just jumping. Why okay, throw, and if you ain't seen that why clip, throwing, why go see the clip. Why are we just throwing underhanded passes? Like, and I, listen, y'all know how much I hate this team, but you know who I take over Carson Wentz, Rex Goddamn Grossman. That's who I take. So you take Mitchell Trubisky over over? I take Goddamn Mitch Trubisky over Goddamn Carson Wentz at this point. I'm sorry, I can't with Carson Wentz. He's not as good as everybody says he is. I don't see it, and I keep watching him thinking, am I missing something? Is there something that I don't see? Because I just – I don't see it. I don't see it. No, he's a white, he's a white quarterback. But you know what? I wish him luck in Washington. I hope Washington has a good season. That's a crappy division. What, In my opinion, Washington's got the best – Washington's got the second best quarterback in the division, and that's not saying a lot. No, you because don't. it's Dak, it's Carson Wentz, and then you got Daniel Jones, and you got Jalen Hurts. I would take Jalen Hurts over over Carson Wentz. You're bugging. Now Wentz got the experience. Experience, yeah, experience what? of being ass. What? Experience experience of being ass. What? Okay. I'll take uh, Danny Dobbs over that motherfucker right now. Like, yeah, Carson Wentz can sit on the bench, bro, like, and, 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 and pass out water. But um, somebody Carson Wentz got a job in Colin Kaepernick. Don't. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan yeah, Tannehill's a bum, too. I would take him over Carson Wentz. That's saying something. At least Ryan Tannehill going to get the ball out of his damn hands. And not take Ron a million sacks, but still stuck though. But you know. yeah, 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 that was a bad couple picks by me. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for the main event, for the final topic of the night, <laughs> this man Calvin Ridley, Ridley, Uncle Shay. No, you got it right, Ripley. Ripley's didn't believe it or not, nigga. Stupid, <laughs> Mister Ridley. Bet fifteen hundred and lost eleven point five million. <laughs> you gotta love what you gotta love when millionaires lose money because over oh, the stupidest things. Like, no, bro, you are a millionaire. Why are you? You, I had fifteen hundred. Everything I what? You bet fifteen hundred. This is literally an experiment. This is literally a social experiment over hashtag. How stupid can you be? Right, Calvin Ridley. The announcement that Calvin Ridley was getting suspended for the year because he bet on the Atlanta Falcons came out, and instead of Calvin Ridley taking his L and shutting up. Or instead of Calvin Ridley denying that he did it, like most people would do, like Pete Rose did for 50 years, 
Calvin Ridley went on Twitter. Calvin Ridley went on Dumbass Central, a.k.a. Twitter. Dumbass Central. And said, bro, only bet $1,500. Shut up! Shut your dumb ass up. This why you suspended. Because you were dumb fuck. That's why. I only bet $1,500. That's like the cop pulling you over because he said you look like you drunk. I only had two beers. Shut up. Shut up. Like, this is why people need to stay. Go to school, kids. Go to school. Stay in school. This is why we need to stay in school. Because you got dumb fucks like Calvin. I only bet $1,500. Matt, would you? If you was on the NFL team. This is why I, I thought this is stupid. Because I'm sure plenty of people do this and, and just don't get caught. But, it's not stupid. You did it more than one time. It's even more stupider. Right. It's worse. Because you did it twice. More than did once. it more than twice. More than twice. Crazy. How you go better on your team? Your team, your team ass. <laughs> like, it says Falcon receivers has reportedly bet on more games than what was initially reported. He bet more than thirty nine hundred on six separate wagers that included Falcon games. Five of the bets were parlays that included Atlanta's money line, while one was thirteen hundred in game wagers on Atlanta's team total. That was made in the second half of the Falcons' twenty-one to fourteen victory against the Jaguars. Yeah, put money against the If you gonna Jaguars. bet on games, if you gonna bet on games, don't bet on the games that your stupid ass is playing in, dick. <laughs> you just that just like oh. some damn ninety babies. So I can only imagine these conversations that he's having with 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 Matty Ice. Like yo, listen, bro. I, listen, my parlay, bro. I need a, I need a couple catches, bro. I'm make some bread. You got me, bro. Yeah. And then Matt, Matt, Matty Ice is like, yeah, I got you. As long as I don't throw an interception, yeah, I got you. Damn, them damn ninety babies, man. Stupid ass babies, man. Kids. Hey, 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 hey. Stay in nigga, school, hey. kids. <laughs> hey, nigga, relax. He is stupid as ninety baby. He don't got and nothing to do with know, And you know the NFL is probably paying more attention to this, considering the fact that they just signed this landmark deal. These landmark deals with FanDuel and DraftKings and all these places. What maybe only about two something years ago. So you know they they got a team. What was it we were talking about? When everybody was talking about the Ve- the Raiders moving to Vegas, what did we say? We gotta worry. We gotta worry about team. Now they're gonna be gambling. Now they're gonna be in the casino. And this dumbass in Atlanta, I only bet fifteen hundred dollars. Shut Atlanta up. Can't get, Atlanta can't get right. Get some lemon pepper wings and call it a night. Oh, what was his issue? He could have went. He could have went to. You could do he literally. He could have went anything. with lemon pepper Lou to go to the strip club and get some wings. Man. That would have been the best bet. Uh, he could he yeah, could uh, threw that fifteen hundred as some as some ass like and but I right. you could have went to Hunts Point and got a forty dollars special. You could have bet on Bill. thirty <laughs> on thirty other teams on any given week. 
30 other teams on any given week. But no, not only do you choose to bet on the team that you play for, but then your dumb ass can't even cover the bet. At least cover the goddamn bet if you're going to bet on your team. <laughs> How much is this contract worth anyway? I'm just wondering. Nothing! 11.5 million this year. <laughs> My man bet 1500 and lost 12 million this year. Bro, what in the blue hell? <laughs> like, nah, I, I, he, he only makes 11 million. This year, nah, he signed a four year deal worth 10.9 million and a fifth year option worth just over 11.1. The fifth year so, is, is worth 11 million. He's in his yeah. fifth year, all right. Well, then you say he this just was lost. the option year, he lost his Isn't option it? year, yeah. <laughs> and you know what's the, funny if the deal you know if funny? the deal was for five years, 11 million. Uh, nah, nah, that that sounds crazy. Five you know what? Years I, you know, and only eleven million, or five four year, a four year deal, ten point nine million. A year, a year option, a yeah, no, ten mil, ten point nine million for four year, year deal. No, it says worth for it's worth ten point nine, <laughs> and that is because he still. I think this is still his like rookie. Con- like this is after like during his rookie contract, ain't it? Yo. Well, no. So yes. So so Matt Matt is correct. He signed a four year deal from 2018 to 2021. A four year deal. <laughs> oh my god! Yo. This is his option year that yeah. he was gonna get 11 million. Yep. Yo. Yo. Yep. Complete decay, Yo, boy. Now, Complete my man's decay. about to be a free agent begging for bread. Now, <laughs> I'm over it. Now, I'm over it. I'm yeah, good. this was a 50 year option year for he I was going to jump his salary. His salary was going to jump from two million dollars <laughs> to 11.1. Damn 90s babies, I swear y'all can't miss. <laughs> I can't miss. This is bad. Only in Atlanta, boy. I swear. <laughs> Atlanta. Bro, Atlanta just can't get right, bro. Atlanta just can't get right. Yo! Yo. Oh man. Yes, he is. 100 he is. Damn. Yo. I I think it's not. You know what? Right? You know what? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe this, maybe this dumb dumb, okay, maybe this dumb dumb could go join up with AB and Kanye and they dumb dumb asses who want to go buy the Denver Broncos. You can't buy a team and then play for the team you want to. He wants to go to. You Dallas. can't buy a team and then play for another NFL team. The yep. conflict of interest is crazy on that. Well, like, do people not understand that? Like, imagine, so now you want to play, A.B. wants to play in Dallas. He wants to buy the Denver Broncos. At right. some point in time, in any NFL schedule, they may or may not play each other. So this right. might be the year that Denver and Dallas play each other. Again, right. 
Is not Denver in the NFC? Right? Jay, why we why are we wasting time on this conversation? Denver's Denver's in the NFC. Denver's in the NFC. Is, so they might the so they might not, not play each other. Jay. Yes. But my the thing NFL is, is not going to allow Kanye West to buy a, a football team. We got. We I'm not talking about the Kanye West side of it. I'm talking about the Antonio Brown side of it. Uh, oh, the Queen is joining us. Hold on, hold on. Special edition. What's up, Queen? Can you hear us? Hey, hey Queen. Hey. Hey. What's, What's up, up, Queen? Nothing. Oh, show, show the hands. I'm picking up some food at a Denny's. By the oh, way, Queen, me. while you were gone, while you were gone, I, I I I gladly sat here and said that Aaron Rodgers is a hoe. Ho ho. Damn, don't kiss her ass because she's back. Like kissing ass. <laughs> you got a spot on your nose, Pete. Like right there. Like right there. <laughs> Whole hole, a whole hole, entire hole. I get. I said he was. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and Matt admitted it too. That was a funny part. <laughs> I can't hear y'all that well, but I just want to come and say hi. Hey, Queen! Uh, can't wait to have you back. But yo, that's crazy. But how? My, I'm trying to figure out. Antonio Brown knows this stuff already. I'm not concerned about Kanye. I'm not concerned about. Antonio. I'm not putting that past him. I'm not giving him that much credit that he knows this. I'm not doing it. Antonio Brown. Queen <laughs> is just tangents in there making faith on the camera. First oh, off, it takes yeah, billions know the of NFL it takes billions, billions with a B, billions of dollars to buy an NFL team. Kanye ain't scratching a billion dollars, and Antonio Brown probably don't know how to spell a billion dollars. <laughs> okay, how is Kanye I and Antonio will... Brown two men who need mental health, mental help, going to sit here and buy the Denver Broncos? Make it make sense, Matt. I don't know why we're talking about this. The NFL is not going to give Kanye West and AB no goddamn football team. Why do y'all even? Why are we talking about this? Because it was like, funny. This, this is stupid. <laughs> it's not. It's it's dumb. I'm not. Look, y'all ain't going to steal my joy. I I just finished the Kanye West documentary. I'm still a fan. I just stopped y'all on to say hi, guys. I'll see you guys probably in the next couple of weeks. Talk to you later. I'm heading later, out. Queen. Bye, Queen. Bye. We love you. Love you. Yeah. No, nah, you're right. You're right. But that was fun, guys. <laughs> that was definitely fun. Um, shout out to the Job Chase Network, of course. Um, got a lot of big things coming up from them. Shout out to Pete. Pete has a lot of big things coming up as well. Um, in the coming weeks, we'll, we'll be able to let everybody know what exactly is coming up. Um it's WrestleMania season, guys. I say, I say, if not this coming week, uh, which is going to be a little bit harder to record this coming week, like a lot of you, uh, the week of of um, Mania, as long as things are 
in terms of sports not crazy, maybe we can have a mania episode. So we oh I didn't know Kanye. I didn't know that. And listen, <laughs> really on. quickly, really quickly, big big shout out. Uh, because we are on the road to hundred episodes. We are yes. on the road to hundred. But big icon, shout bro. out to the Dirty Heels podcast. Kofi Weedston was on a little earlier. But big mm-hmm. shout out to the Dirty Heels podcast for getting to 100 episodes. Congratulations, gentlemen, as the yes. years folks go right behind you on that road to 100. Shouts to the Dirty Heels podcast, man. Um, supporters and the big supporters, heavy supporters of us, had a lot of conversations with them as they were coming up, building their show. Building their show. They're dope. Shouts to Mr. Black, who's in the comments. Um like make said, it make sense, ma- Mr. Black. Make it make sense. Like I said, we for many people, black we, we do, we do, we do. Um, we after hundred episodes, after hundred episodes, we just open the After hundred episodes, we open in the flood. I'm not gonna hold you, Everybody Mr. Black. Be on on job and tears. You be on job and tears saying some shit. I'm like, nah, son, nah, bro. I'm about to pull up on job and tears on, on on the podcast one of these damn days, and we are gonna argue sports. Yo, Mr. Black be making so much sense. Yo, Mr. Black be making and and, and so Janelle and Wilkins be doing it too. Don't get me wrong. They 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 they, all three of them are great. But yo, Mr. Black be making some points on the JTP that people ain't ready to talk about and admit. Mr. Black be dropping some bombs that people not ready to talk about. Yo, I still remember the the last episode I was on, and uh, we I was with Kobe Weeks and and, um. We were talking about the biddies, that group. We, oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I heard that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that shit. That so, nice. so, shout out to the, to, to, the, to the group, the biddies. Uh, and shout out, watch shout out to Kemba Walker. Shout out to Kemba Walker. No, 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 no. We're not. No, no, no. We, no, no. We're no, going to end the no, 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 episode no. like that. Hell no. No, 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 no. 11 years no. ago. Well, shout out Kyrie Irving and, and KD oh. and the Brooklyn oh. Nets and what they did oh, to no. the sixth. No. no, we're not doing that either. We're not doing that either. So, for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. For BK Matt, for the Queen, Queen Tay, it is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Daryl Mori is a hoe. A hoe, hoe. You hear me? Ho. So is.